I don't see police ID on these guys that are pushing me into a Chrysler. This Nazi state is a shame for its one, two, thank you, three terms for Trump to play effed up games. Will somebody stop that guy? That's my Uber Eats right there. <laughs> stop that guy. He really, he was very patriotic. Anyway, that's what I want you to sing when you go to, uh, to the baseball game. I'll play one or two more songs, then I'll get out of your hair. What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? What is it gonna be? Couldn't you have done that at home? So I saw this commercial the other day. Tell me if you guys have seen this commercial. It starts off, it's like it's showing you like really nice. It looks like it's either real estate or it's selling you furniture, maybe all these really nice homes. But the song that's under it is like an ACDC song. It's like If you're sick of all your roommates and your girlfriends on your case and you wanna get some time away but you don't wanna find a new place Pick up your phone, say leave me alone I got an app for that Tucson, Reno, Tahoe, let's go I found a two-room flat I Airbnb, I catch a flight, BNB, and I spend the night, a BNB, and I drop a load, BNB, in the top of the commode. So if you see that song in a commercial, I did not get paid for it, I'm very upset about that. <laughs> I heard the Proud Boys got their name from, uh, an from a song in Aladdin. Did you hear this? I looked it up. The Proud Boys, I'm not sure if it's like the stage player or if it's the movie, but they got their name from a song in Aladdin. I said, that makes sense, you know? Disney songs are kind of like inherently racist, like a whole new world with no Jews, you know? <laughs> like all Disney songs are a little bit racist, you know, like, well, I just can't wait to be king of an Aryan nation. You know, all Disney songs. Did anybody else, when they were little, like, did you see the D in Walt Disney and think it looked like a G? Was I the only one that grew up watching Walt Disney movies? <laughs> Wah. Okay, so obviously I do song parodies. You've heard that. I'm going to play one more for you and get out of your hair. But So this is a song. I have a son. I have a uh, son who's now 18, if you can believe that. Just uh, absorb the horror of that for a second, that I'm responsible for another human life. Just, first of all, just think of that. And it's a real, it's a real thing. When he was growing up, people would ask me, like, Josh, are you going to, like, are you going to let your kid smoke marijuana? You're a pretty avid marijuana smoker yourself. Are you going to let your kid smoke marijuana? I tell them the same thing I tell everybody. Like, I got to let my kid smoke marijuana. He's my dealer. <laughs> I'm not going to pay full price for dabs. You know what the clubs are charging? That's one of the pros of procreation. Discounts. Anyway, so me and my son, we decided we're going to open up a father-son business. We're going to open a vape store, right? A lot of money in vapes. But here's the catch. We're going to open a vape store, but it's only going to sell to children. We're going to call the vape store Statutory Vape. <laughs> All of our customers want to shop there. I don't know why we're making a uh, federal case out of this. Okay. Anyway, but I was really glad to have a boy. 
Like, I just, like, no, no, nothing down on you if you have a girl, but I was really glad to have a boy because it's simple. Like, when the sex talk time comes, I'm just like, wear a condom or I'll kill you. It's easy. I couldn't imagine the conversation that you would have to have with your daughter. Uh, that's a place of vulnerability that I, as a person, am not able to get to. So I decided to write this song. It's about a gentleman who has a daughter and is scared about what happens when she gets to be in high school. On the day you were born, I knew we were screwed. I never wanted a girl, baby, cause I knew when you reached high school. Boys would call you up, try to finger a few in my home. And I'd have to tell you, honey, that I got Brad on the phone. Brad on the phone. Brad. Brad. I got Brad on the phone. I cut a thousand farts before I made you. I flushed a thousand more babies down the toilet on dirty tissues. Maybe one day you'll have a baby, and on that day you'll change your tone. And I'll get to tell you so, honey, when you have a, a lad of your own. Lad of your own. Lad. Lad. You have a lad of your own. But you and Brad, you grew up. You had a couple of kids. Still nowadays you come over to stay when your marriage life is on the skids. I knock outside your bedroom, say, honey, I got Brad on the phone. You better take his call, baby, or you're gonna end up sad and alone. Sad and alone. Sad. I got Brad. Please take the call from Brad. Brad on the phone. I'm Josh Kahn, this is Pam Benjamin. Give her some money, have a good night, and stay safe. Hey, Josh Kahn, everyone. Heck yeah. Oh my goodness. Song parodies. I'm like, why do you do comedy? You're talented. You can play a guitar. <laughs> That's amazing. You have real talent. What are you doing talking into a microphone when you can sing and play something at the same time? Dear Lord. Your next comedian. What a talented and wonderful man he is. He's uh he's a he's all over the bay. I mean, things have been crazy since COVID, but he's like on the punchline and the cobs and all the places, and you're it we all are so blessed to have him here. Put your hands together, everybody, for Vishal Call! Yay! If you need a fresh con well, that's my con. If you want a freshie, you can stick one of those over. Oh yeah. How's that? How's that? Can you guys uh, hear me through this? You guys can hear me? Awesome. Uh, one more time for Josh, actually. That was so much fun, Josh. Where'd he go? Yeah, it was super fun, man. Maybe at the end, if we have time, we could like riff over something. That could be, yeah, that could be fun. Uh, hey, how's it going, guys? My name is uh, Vishal Kalyanasundra. I'm super long. Indian last name, right? Like uh, somebody told me that like last names were used to like traditionally denote like what you did and stuff, right? And I was like, whoa. My last name was traditionally used to annoy white people, so that makes sense. <laughs> but it's interesting, you know, like, uh, it's a weird time, right? Like, we're all thinking a lot about race and stuff, presumably, right? Like, ha make some noise if you've been to, like, a protest recently. 
Yeah, awesome. Like, you've been to a protest. Yeah, I went to a protest myself, uh, a George Floyd Black Lives Matter protest, and it was beautiful, man. Like, you know, as a minority, my heart went out because I was like, if I had been born in a different situation, you know, this could be me. They could be doing this for me, right? And then they got to the part where they started chanting all the names of all the dead people, and I was like, oh, they could not do this for me. <laughs> Nobody's rallying for Kalyana Sundaram. If I died of police brutality, I cannot be the poster child. Because that rally would be so shitty, too. <laughs> They'd be like, say his name. No. <laughs> say his name. How? <laughs> say his name. I think we got to kill a different guy. <laughs> no, that'd be bad. Uh, do you guys want to talk more about race stuff, or do you guys want to talk about dating? I don't know. What are you guys in the mood for? I was going to say effing, but this is a clean show, so, okay, yeah, let's talk about that. You guys have been dating and stuff during COVID? Yeah, things are getting a little bit better, right? Yeah, make some noise if you are. One sad guy, and we'll admit it. That's fine. No, my dating life's been going pretty good. I'm pretty proud about something, actually. I'm 25, and I recently hooked up with a 42-year-old woman. Thank you, yeah. And if you didn't uh, apply for that, you didn't grow up on MILF porn, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, my favorite thing about hooking up with a 42-year-old as a 25-year-old is uh, telling people I hooked up with a 42-year-old. <laughs> I love the reaction that I get. But also, it's a little scary, right? Because I'm like, whoa, I'm doing it for the shock value, but like, well, I need to keep hooking up with like older and older people <laughs> just to get that same reaction. Like in a month, I bring some chick around, and my friends are like, oh, how'd you meet? Bar club? I'm like, mm, nursing home. <laughs> Bingo night. <laughs> she just looks so good in her adult diaper. Mwah. <laughs> no. My friends are like, we're doing jello shots. I'm like, oh, that's what she had for breakfast this morning, jello. <laughs> that's all Maude is going to have, jello. <laughs> but it's annoying. You know, I like dating older women, but I get a lot of crap for dating older women, like for my roommates and stuff. They're like, oh, it's so weird that you do that. That's not weird, okay? Guys, you know what is weird? Is guys who only date younger women, right? Like guys who only date 18-year-olds. We can get it behind this, right? Right, because a guy dating 18-year-old is just kind of going like, if I could date him younger, I would. <laughs> but it's illegal for, I'm just saying, you know it's true. Any guy dating an 18-year-old definitely knows her birthday. And he put it in his Google Calendar like it's Creeper Christmas. <laughs> I'm just saying, give me all the crap you want for dating older women, but it's never going to get me canceled, okay? Like, you are never going to see me go all, all like Chris D'Elia in the news, like notable comedian, Vishal Cal, dates woman well above the legal limit. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, cool, they said I was notable. <laughs> And you know what? I'm going to take a stand, dude. I hate to use this word. I'm not going to. Okay, guys who, I, I'm going to say, guys who only date younger women are kind of wussies, right? Because, like, you need more training to date older people, right? It's like in a video game. If you want to be taking on a level 40, you better be crushing some level 25s. <laughs> right? Like, I'm on the final boss. R my roommates are on level 1, dude. <laughs> I'm eating Bowser pussy. My, my roommates are still eating out those Goombas or whatever. Sorry I said that word, but I know it's an outdoor show, but um
No, I was I was seeing this chick for a while, but I, you know, not to make this sad, but she left town, and so I was very sad about it, genuinely, and so I was really excited to be able to go talk to my therapist about it, and then um, he emails me the day before my appointment, this is true, he emails me and is like, hey, I'm going to be out for the next two months, uh, I'm getting open heart surgery. Yeah, I was pissed off. I was like, your heart's broken, my heart's broken, what about me? So I went to go talk to my parents about it, but they're Indian and stuff. And so I can't talk to them about relationships and dating, but like they'll pick up on it. Like I told my mom, I was like, hey, uh, I'm sad because my friend left town. And she goes, okay, and takes a beat. And then out of nowhere, she goes, hey, just want to remind you, it would be great if you could marry an Indian girl. <laughs> Was your friend that left town Indian and a girl? Just checking. I did not have the heart to tell her uh, it was a 42-year-old Jew. <laughs> Can you say Jew in today's day? I feel like I hit the J really hard, but I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it in a bad way. Um, but yeah, it's okay. She was not Palestinian, but <laughs> I can change it. Um, no, it sucks breaking up with women, though, right? Because like I feel like like what ladies like you always end up winning in breakups, right? Like I remember I broke up with this chick. Two weeks later, I texted her. I was like, hey, how you doing after this breakup? And she was like, oh, I'm pretty good. I just met a bunch of rich dudes, and I went to Burning Man at the time of my life, which I assume meant she got boned by a bunch of rich dudes at Burning Man. But <laughs> she would text me back. She's like, what'd you do? And I'm like, well, definitely just lost this breakup. That's all I did. Um, yeah, how much more time do I have? Okay, I'm so sorry. I I thought I didn't know what the rules were. Um, I wanted to riff with Josh for a second, but I know he's. Do your thing. I have no timer. He's across the street. Um, let's talk about some other stuff. I don't know. My parents are pretty good. Uh, my parents have been making them more progressive over the years, which is nice. Like I remember, they used to be they're conservative Indians. They used to be against gay marriage. I spent years trying to convince them to like be for it. Uh, finally, I talked to my dad a few months ago. I'm like, hey, how do you feel about gay marriage? He's like, oh, I'm for it. And I'm like, great, what changed your mind? Like, hoping he would say, like, it was me and stuff. And he goes, well, I just watched a lot of Modern Family. <laughs> so if you ever feel like making your parents more progressive about stuff, try financing a sitcom. <laughs> if we want to put black trans lives on the map, you know what we need? Move over Modern Family. We need Moderner Family starring Laverne Cox. Yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, also, I'm getting older, though. It's cool. Like, uh, I'm 25. My relationship with my parents is changing. Like, um, uh, weird things are happening. Like, my parents will ask me for money. But the fuck, the messed up thing is my, my mom will ask me for money and then tell me to do stuff after. You can't do that. Like, there's no scene in The Godfather that's like, yo, Godfather, can I borrow 100 grand? And then after that, make sure you apply for an MBA and call your sister. That's a new one. That's fine. Uh, I don't know. I, I realize I say a lot of vain stuff. I think I'm a vain person. You know, I was talking to my, like, I, I, I don't get the phrase, like, you know, once you go black, you never go back. I don't understand that phrase, you know? Like, I feel like that, you put too much credit on other people. I'm glad there's not that phrase for Indian people, you know? Because if a chick told me she thought I was good at banging, I'd be like, yeah, baby, because uh, once you go Vishal, fuck them all. That's what I say. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'd be like, other Indian dudes got tiny schlongs, dude. I'm the only one that can bang. 
I told this to my African-American friend. He didn't like it. He's like, dude, you can't be bringing your ego into the minority movement. And he's like, and I'm like, well, I, f I don't feel like I have that with, like, Indian guys, you know, because we're, we're hella competitive and stuff, you know? It's like when Hasan Minhaj got his show canceled, I was like, great, I'm available. <laughs> when, uh, when Aziz Ansari almost got canceled, I was like, sick, that article I wrote worked. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm trying to be more, more woke and stuff. It's a tough time. We're all trying to be more woke, you know, but it's hard, man. Um, I try to relate to other minorities, and it's very tough because I feel like I relate to white people too much. It's not good. I don't know. Every time I relate to a minority, the whites pull me back in. Like, I don't know, I go to a protest, right? And I'm like, oh, minorities, we're in this together. You know, the struggle is real. And then I, I go to a yoga studio, and I'm like, white people know me better than me. <laughs> right? It's crazy. I eat chicken tikka masala, what I thought was the food of my people, right? And then I find out it was made by the British. And then for a second, my dumb brain goes like, maybe colonialism, not so bad. <laughs> maybe take over again and we get chicken tikka masala too. Too fast, too curious. <laughs> Starring Vindaloo Diesel. <laughs> dumb. I know, it's tough, it's tough trying to be woke, man. I'm trying to be more woke. Here's the thing, like, I can't wait until our, this might be a risky, joke i don't know if i could say this uh, this joke has swearing in it could i do this okay will you guys not tell like the commission or whatever okay i'm trying to be more woke it is tough here's the thing i can't wait until our technology gets woke genuinely like give me a woke alexa you know so i don't got to think about being woke anymore so i'm just like hey alexa play remember the time by michael jackson alexa's just like why don't you remember the time he touched those kids Ooh. Or like, hey, Google, play the Cosby show. Playing Dateline. Ah. <laughs> Teaching moment, just like Bill Cosby would have wanted. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. Um, I feel like I'm doing, uh, I did pretty good. Uh, Josh, you want to like, uh, can we like play like a blues riff for a hot second and then like freestyle over it? Would that be fun? Yeah, we'll do it for like a minute and then I'll get off stage. Thanks, Pam. Oh, I've been up here forever. Yeah. 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 Uh-uh. 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 Give me a topic, somebody. My name is Vishal. Women's College. I once knew a girl. She made my world. She went to Mills College. That was a real place. That's a woman's college. That was a place. And guess what her race was? She was white. She was white. <laughs> I wasn't that good at this. I should have planned ahead before I volunteered to do something I wasn't good at. Let's, can you, uh, can we land this plane, dude? <laughs> Hey, one more time for Josh Khan, everybody. One more time for Pam. Thank you guys so much. And Vishal Call, yay! He hasn't ever felt the blues because he went to Berkeley. So that's how that works. That's when I went to college, my parents paid for it all. 
and I learned that I could do anything I want here. Cause my name was Fisher Call. Yeah. I'm 25. I've never felt pain. Oh, I'm 25 years old. He's a funny comedian, but he won't be the same unless he actually lives in his car at some point. You have to live in your car to be a real comedian. Live in your car or your van or whatever. It's hard to live these days. Cool. Yay, you're all still here. That's really exciting. I'm super excited for your next comedian. She is one of my favorite people in the Bay Area comedy scene. She used to run a show up at the saloon. I don't even know if the saloon still exists anymore. Uh, but she's still alive, and that makes me happy. Put your hands together, everybody, and clap them in a wild, slappy-like motion for Tracy Wynn. Yay! Yay! There's microphone, new condoms in there for you. Keeping the condoms fresh and safe here. You just put it over the top and yeah, you'll be fine. Tracy, yay! Yeah, I learned how to do this in middle school, okay? <laughs> this right here. Uh, so I recently had a birthday. I turned 33. I'm 33 and still on this street corner. <laughs> yes. Recently also went through a breakup of five and a half years. Um, that's over a decade. Uh, sorry, that's over half a decade. It felt like uh, two full decades, to be honest. Um, I got to the point where um, I was involuntarily celibate in my relationship for the whole relationship almost. <laughs> I was doing intermittent sex fasting in the relationship. And I know Pam doesn't want to talk about, she does, you don't want me to use the F word. Yeah, you can say F <laughs> Listen, I, I, I'm on the market again, and I'm a recruiter for work, so I'm treating it kind of like I'm building the pipeline right now. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm I'm drilling for oil, and I'm also just, you know, trying to have fun. Uh, and I'm on batch three right now. Batch one and two didn't work out. Um, batch three, um, okay, well, let's talk about batch one. Batch one was nuts. Batch one was, I was rebounding hard, and I was not using protection. I know. And, um, you know, I'm okay. I'm still alive. I'm still alive. I'm not seeing him anymore, and I am using protection now. But, like, why did I have to wait till a pandemic to have a hot girl summer? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, why did I wait? And, like, why did I not get laid in my most fertile years? Like, why did I just wait? Why did I wait? I don't know. Because um, I was... <laughs> But yeah, so I was basically living in a convent of my own mind for the last five and a half years, just like trying to convince myself this man who, he fed me, he fed me. He, and he didn't, and you know what, he didn't even feed just my head. He fed my stomach um, as well, so that's really sweet. Um, but uh, I thought, you know, I thought we were going to have kids, even though like we would never do the act of making a child. 
but I thought we were gonna have kids, you know? And um, now I'm, I'm doing a lot of prescriptions. I'm on a lot of prescriptions right now, and uh, <laughs> it's fun, you guys. It's really fun. I'm just like, you know, meeting people, and it's like the first time every time. And uh, I'm not gonna mention what kind of prescriptions, but y'all can guess. Um, y'all can really guess. It was hot in the 90s, um, and, and now it's having a comeback. Um, can I get can I get some guesses? No. MDMA. Bingo. Oh, yay. Um, I only did it once though, and it was it got I couldn't take it. <laughs> yeah, I cried too much. I wanted to hug everybody in my co-op. So, anyways, I moved out of my shared uh, living situation with my ex. And um, now I'm living with a woman as well. Yes, I know I miss living with a fucking conscientious woman. I'm sorry I said that word. I get another one and that's it, right? Okay, I gotta save it up then. <laughs> I gotta save the juice up. Okay, back to the dating batches. Okay, so batch one didn't work out. Clearly that was like a mistake on my part. And, um, Guy from batch one did get me a massage gun for my birthday recently, even though we are not seeing each other. It's a gun that just releases tension in your back and everybody in the police force needs one, all right? <laughs> everybody who owns a gun needs a massage gun because that is a tense person. And, um, I don't know where I'm going with this, to be honest. I wanted to tell you about all the men I'm seeing. Okay, I'll continue. Batch two, um, I started seeing a guy that I will only, I call him Gemini Daddy, um, because he is a dad. And uh, he's got two kids who don't live here with him. They're with his ex. And um, I, don't know if it's a love connection, but I did soil his sheets and I haven't seen him since. <laughs> I soiled his sheets and I haven't seen him since. And if anyone knows a guy who is a Gemini with two kids, let me know, because he's not answering my calls. <sighs> anyway, um, I, you know, I had forgotten for over a decade that I was a squirter. Y'all, I had forgotten. Like, I did it in college, and I just never did it again, and now I, you know? But um, I'm also realizing that I'm into BDSM. I'm into the B part. The other stuff I'm, like, kind of not even dipping my toes in yet. Um, but I'm glad that I waited this long to get into kink. Like, I didn't think that I'd be a long time San Francisco resident and not be into kink. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I've lived here for like nine years. I know, I know. I'm like, a, I'm like, a, I'm going through puberty. I'm going through, pu I'm going through SF puberty right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, Okay, in about 10 seconds, I'm gonna do a song for you. And um, I'm almost like loving performing with a mask. Like I don't really wanna show my face right now, I'm so ashamed. 
time, so it's, you know, this is my first outdoor show in like seven months, and I only did like two or three Zoom shows uh, leading up to this. That's the massage gun. This next song is also based on a poem by a local San Francisco uh, poet named Pan Benjamin. She wrote an absolutely lovely piece for the Poets 11 series. It's called Lot's Wife. This is fun. <clears throat> this goes out to Megan Lynch. Yeah. 
Just to let people know, Mutiny Radio listeners, this is the podcast of a live Zoom open at four in the afternoon here all over the internet. Jordan Lewis put it all together. A lot of comedians are all zooming in this very second. You're going to be hearing all the audio of that. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Coming up at 6 o'clock, same thing. Jordan's letting us use his Zoom room. So we'll be doing a joke workshop. We always used to do with everybody talking and giving comments and being respectful and helping each other out in this time of need. But uh, listen to all this fun chatter, and there's going to be an open mic super soon. For Louise and Melanie, and we'll start. That's like when you buy a new picture frame, and it's already a photo inside of it. <laughs> no, that's actually me. <laughs> no, I know, I know it's actually you. That's how, that's how it looks, like a brand new model. Floor. Oh, yeah. Well, sweet. I'm a model, obviously. Not really. Oh, yeah. People are going to, like, show up, like, half an hour later because they know that their spot is coming up. <laughs> I thought you were right. Oh, that's going to be a thing. That's why I come early so I can leave. People are still polite now. I'll probably stay because I'm completely bored. Zoom my cop. <laughs> Puppies, I resort to giving the dogs food from the fridge that I never would give them just to get them inside. <sighs> my dog's so stubborn. Uh, Andre wants to go first. Just in that order? Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah. So am I second, or how does this work? Yeah, let me just finish. get some late sign-ups first. Mm, awesome. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, you Two more minutes, and then if, if Lisa isn't here, we'll just start. And if I'm coughing, it's not a corona cough. It's because I smoke so much weed. Smoke. So smoke. it's totally, it's completely <laughs> cigarettes and and tons of weed, and it's nothing to do with coronavirus. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to get my bottle. Hold on. You, if you ever get, like, a bad weed cough, and then people just, like, <laughs> <laughs> they all freak out. Happens. So, um, yeah. four minutes, right? Yeah, let's do four minutes. And then um, the best is if you have your own like stopwatch running. That would uh, be good. Because <laughs> it's still awkward to cut people off. But that would be the best. If you don't, I'll cut you off. Oh, you can cut me off. I don't mind. Yeah, that happened yesterday or the day before I was on a mic and they were trying to do a light with spoons or something, but no one could hear it. And people were going on for like seven, eight minutes. And then they're like, oh, did I, did I go forever? It's like, yeah, yeah, you did. All right, Luis is here. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, guys, you know, we had nothing else to do. So who fucking cares, right? Luis is here, so right, we will exactly. start. So our first three commands are all here. Uh, order is in the chat. I'll up, 
post it periodically as people come in. But, uh... Alright, we're starting! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> was me breaking character. Um, <laughs> how crazy is Uh... Does anyone else do a thing where they still like record their sets? <laughs> I feel like I don't know. I did that last time just from like muscle memory, and then it was just me talking. So, well, we'll see how we do this. Uh, some of you just heard me do the exact same jokes an hour ago, so I'm gonna do them again. Uh, I think my penis is like the moon. Because it's been a while since humans have landed on it. Um, yeah. Where do I want to do these in? Uh, I think, so uh, I'm in Hong Kong now. Uh, just flew back here. So Hong Kong is where SARS happened. Uh, what was that, like almost 20 years ago? And uh, it's interesting because like, we're like prepared for this, you know, like this is literally the thing that like killed like so many people in Hong Kong and now we're here. Um, I'm seeing all my old friends and stuff and I, uh, it's interesting in Hong Kong, everyone lives in apartments, you know, so I've never ever been inside a house until I was like 10 and that was like a really strange thing for me, <laughs> like just seeing a house, not an apartment. Maybe I should open with jokes, but it's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like a strange experience. Like, and then like, there's like a special residential neighborhood where all the houses were. And I remember the first time going there, it was just, it was just crazy. But all right, let's find a joke there later. Um, I realized that a lot of Compared to the open mics I normally do, there are a lot more women at these mics. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I think it's because yeah. you don't have to deal with men, so that's the. It's mm -hmm. good. I'm very happy for that because sometimes I see like female comics do their bits that like are really funny if like you're a woman, but it's just all guys being like boo boo stuff. <laughs> This is actually a good thing. Um, there's been an increase in attacks against Asians. Set timer for four minutes, 30 seconds. Oh, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, light and Yeah, that, that's one of those attacks I was talking about. Uh, there's been an increase in attacks against Asians because uh, of this thing. I think there's also an increase in people realizing that not all Asians know martial arts. Uh, so, you know, silver, silver lining to everything. Uh, I'm glad there are these open mics to work on our bits because for the longest time I was just going on like those webcam sites and testing my material there. Um, I think it's one thing to make the cam girl laugh, but it's another thing to get one of the guys in the room to stop jerking off and say LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Looks <laughs> good. Uh, a blind guy is suicidal and like his guide dog 
helps them walk into the trap. <laughs> a good dog or a bad dog. It's a good dog. I think the more depressed people are, the harder that joke lands. Um, that was a good time to say it. Uh, I don't want to think. Think. Oh, I'm at the. I'm 26, which is like the age range where I feel like. I'm not sleeping on my friends' couches anymore. Like it's kind of like the transition age where you go into like guest rooms and stuff, or like book a hotel. Um, no, alright. <laughs> so okay, let's just get the mic moving. Not to talk to me and uh, so up next we have John Moskowitz, and on deck we have Jana Kelly. Uh, what's up? Uh, Thank you for having us, Jordan. Mm -hmm. Everyone hears me? Yeah. Alright, uh, so I'm John, uh, and I just found out that Mary, Kate, and Ashley are twins and not triplets. Uh, I was very confused about that. Uh, I consider myself the Batman of comedy uh, because like Batman, I also am trying to overcome a lack of natural talent using nothing but pure obsession and my parents' financial resources. Actually, uh, I'm more of the Aquaman of comedy because uh, like Aquaman, none of you ever actually want to see me in a movie. <laughs> actually, I'm more of the Captain America of comedy because like Captain America, my story also could have ended in 1940s Germany. Um, I'm having it's weird because like the world's falling apart, obviously, but I'm happy. Like this is probably the best year of my life personally, uh, which feels really weird. Uh, I think the way the year is working out kind of makes sense based on how I started it. Because uh, actually, at New Year's at midnight. A girl actually uh, puked. I actually uh, puked on a girl, and uh, now she's mine. Uh, that's how that works. Uh, I know it's pretty gross, right? But uh, I didn't have to pee, and I had to claim her somehow. Getting very weird feedback there. Uh, I do. I'm now uh, staying with my girlfriend during all of this. Um, and she was like, we're just like lying down, and she's like, you have really sensitive nipples. I was like, aren't nipples supposed to be sensitive? I had no idea. She's like, well, not all guys' nipples are sensitive. Just why was that the moment that I got jealous? I was like, who are these men with their masculine nipples that can replace a tire and bring home the bacon? It's nipples that will protect you in a fight. I have nice, sweet, sensitive nipples. They'll help you. They'll cry on your shoulder. Um, okay. I feel like I could somehow... Are people have people done act outs on Zoom yet? I could do I could pull a nipple out maybe. I heard someone say there's like there's never been any pandemic that's really felt like this that's like isolated people where you just go outside and you might catch a deadly disease. But that was just the world for most of history. If you walked outside you might die. The idea was like it wasn't news that you're not going to be, like, 33. They just, like, assumed that you weren't going to make it to a midlife crisis. The news was about tea taxes during the <laughs> times. They didn't care that you weren't going to grow old enough to, like, need a 
like a convertible horse buggy or an overpriced powdered wig or whatever you would do in a midlife <laughs> crisis in the 1800s. Uh, 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 I, uh, I, um, I grew up in Brooklyn, never the Brooklyn that people like expect uh, when I am performing in front of people that aren't from New York. People always expect like Mafia Brooklyn or like Biggie Brooklyn. Uh, but I'm from an area called Park Slope, and growing up there is kind of like growing up anywhere else, just a little different, because we still had bullies, it's just they were named Axel and Jupiter. <laughs> like, Jupiter would call you gay, but it was only because his moms were really upset that he was straight. Huh? Like, uh, <laughs> and during that time, uh, the uh, it got really, I forgot to set a timer, so please just okay. let me know, you're on my yeah. screen. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah well, is it? 15 seconds just 15 seconds, seconds. Yeah. uh so uh during the that time uh 90s rap got really popular uh so we were just a bunch of these like yuppie kids that sounded like we were Nas or mob deep or something just like yo son i did not think that i fucked with quinoa but i fucks with it all right Here's the nipple <laughs> act. Hey, Get up for John's nipple, everybody. It's a live Brooklyn nipple, guys. <laughs> all over, they're all over Brooklyn. Uh, so uh, on deck we have Luis Lopez. But now please direct your attention to Jaina Kelly. Yay! 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 Okay, so I'm gonna start this on Facebook Live too. Why not? Um, so. Uh, I've been to and my friend was like, hey, I heard you have a Nintendo Switch. Are you going to sell it? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and uh, her, her daughter really wanted it. So now I'm using it as my stand like, to set my stuff up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so have you guys ever heard of uh, Gru? Gru from The Switch oh, yeah. Me? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's read that, come on. Um, so, <laughs> Guru has this little uh, army, and uh, when one of them gets too close to the campfire, um, they actually become a flaming minion. <laughs> and you can have a mini marshmallow. <laughs> it's kind of yellow, so I don't know. But, um, anyway... <laughs> So uh, let's see. Have you have you guys heard of the great goddess Athena? Yeah. Yeah. She's the goddess of love, right? I'm trying to get your mind off of this quarantine crap. So um, the great goddess Athena uh, fell in love with a Latin lover, of course, and they get married and have a baby, and they decide to name the baby something um, that's both in her. Um, realm and his. So they name him Pisa Pan. P I T A Pan.
my jokes and try them on everybody mm. it was super cool um and i'd get paid all the discussions with the russians but they still want our head and we hold the plan now up to the u.s represent and when people got in the car i would tell them hey um I had my first baby in this car yesterday. And they're like, really? And they're like, did you play in the car? are starting to be a thing, right? People say they're therapeutic. Uh, I think at that point, you should just go to therapy, right? <laughs> if your life is so stressful that you're aggressing to coloring inside lines again, you should probably get help, not buy Crayola. Like, get your things together. I think someone addicted to PCP has a better chance of adapting to society than someone with a full coloring book. A full, mm -hmm. dude, you did flip the page one day and say, you know what? Maybe I don't need to color this realistic train Maybe that's not what I need to do right now. Those are the things that should be on your mind. Hold on. Oh, um, I guess parents are getting adult ones to help their kids so they can, you know, get ahead of the curve and help their mental development. I'm glad someone finally found out the secret to success, right? Not a lot of people know this, but Elon Musk could color like a badass when he was three years old with grade level. It was quite amazing. There we go. All right. This all sucks. Right. <laughs> I, um, I don't have any kids, um, but I wouldn't hit, like, my imaginary kids, right? I would hit my real ones, but my fake ones, they can be there. They'll be safe. I, uh, I, know. I don't get how people say, like, oh, I don't understand how, no, how anybody could hit a child. I'm like, I get it, right? There are people that kill people. You don't think you can throw a toddler for some reason? Totally within <laughs> reason, right? I think it's reasonable because, like, a lot, I think a lot of people, like mostly men, right, at one point like fantasize about being like a boxer or like an MMA fighter, right? Like you watch Rocky, you shadow box in the bathroom, you get out of breath, you get embarrassed, you stop, 
right? But even when you do fantasize about that, you're never losing the fight. You know, it's usually pretty unanimous one-sided <laughs> thing. I think that's why they hit their kids. It's just a one-sided amateur <laughs> boxing match. All right. Stuff is moving along. I, um, I'm trying to learn Chinese, uh, but it's hard, right? Uh, I think the, the, the hardest part about learning Chinese isn't actually, like, the characters, because, like, there's tricks to it, right? Like, a, like house in Chinese looks like a small house, uh, but so does dog. And so does Moon. A lot of things look like tiny houses, but the letters <laughs> aren't the hardest thing. I think the hardest thing is practicing speaking it, right? Because if you're not Asian and you're practicing Chinese, you just look like an asshole. <laughs> like, no one ever sees a white guy walking down the street saying something that sounds Asian and going, oh, that guy knows what he's talking about. No, everyone's like, oh, that guy is racist. That guy should be stopped. That's why I respect white people who can speak Chinese and white people who can get away with saying the N-word, right? Because at both points, they've each had to go, all right, let's try this for real. Oh. Right. <laughs> I don't like that one, despite what the people say. Um, kids, that was fine. Learning Chinese, that was fine. Somebody through uh, through a friend of a friend, right? Like their friend introduced them to somebody. I think that's really tricky, right? Because I like my friends, but I don't like every part of them. You know, like what part of Greg, what part of his life knows this girl? Is it like Greg that's smart and went to law school, or is it Greg that's stupid and in cocaine for five years in law school? Right? Like there's different sides to my friends that I want to know about. <laughs> Oh, you can usually figure it out, right? Like on the first date, you can figure it out pretty fast. Like, oh, oh, you're fighting with your mom? Oh, that's normal, right? Maybe Greg met you at the library. Who knows? But if it's like, oh, you're fighting with your mom? Oh, no. Oh, you're fist fighting your mom tomorrow? Ah, that's, that's a cocaine relationship I've ever seen. It, right? <laughs> Greg didn't meet you at Barnes & Noble. He met you doing coke and off a dolphin in Miami. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's see. That's it. What do I have? Like, I'm, oh, am I done? Yeah, you're done. Oh, you. <laughs> 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 oh, really sorry, buddy. Yeah, dude, Chinese yeah, is like, like impossibly. The hardest part of Chinese is actually all of it. Like, think <laughs> <laughs> about how many like smart Chinese Americans you know that like get into like Harvard and Stanford and all that shit, and a lot of them still can't actually like read and write Chinese. Like, that's how hard it is. <laughs> when I see like Mexicans who like don't speak Spanish that well, I'm like, dude, like, come on, like Spanish is so easy compared to Chinese. You're slacking. Um, right, that's my personal rant. Okay, so uh, on deck, we have Seth Chavez, but for now, that's not the right way to choose. All right, Melanie is next. Hey, guys. For Melanie. Um, um, I'm Melanie, and uh, hello. Hi, Buck. I think that I could probably be old enough to be your mom, except for Buck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm proud to be here. Um, let's see, I turned uh, Saturday is my birthday. I'm being in quarantine. I'll be 48. So I happy uh, birthday. Oh, thank you, thank you. The older you get, the more it's like another day, right, Buck? 
<laughs> I was going through some crap. You know how you're cleaning and quarantine. And I found my diary. So I, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to, the Judy Bloom diary. I don't know if any of you guys have Oh, classic. <laughs> Martin, yeah. you know Judy Bloom? <laughs> this was Judy Bloom. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was pretty. Uh, this is 1984. So this is my inside of my diary. Okay, yeah, look at this. And I crossed off the heart. Not only love, uh -huh. never crossed it out. Not love, never <laughs> I was so sophisticated, and I thought that everybody will want this diary if I were to die in youth. You know, I, I I left it to somebody if I were to die. Like so far, I'm not dying. But. So, do you want to hear some, uh, 1984? How old was I? 13? Oh my God. 11? Yes. I want to hear it. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Let's go. <laughs> so, to my parents, I leave you this diary if I die before this. <laughs> or to my children, if I ever get to children. I don't know, but do you think you want your children's diary if you, you know? What do you think? I, I never had kids. <laughs> Me neither. I'm sorry. I should have assumed. I don't have okay. My dog wouldn't even want to chew on this diary. I never decided. <laughs> yeah. And I said, like, what kid would want their parents' or grandparents' diary? I never had kids. My dog doesn't even want to chew this. So only to those people I leave this diary or else I will haunt you when you die for the rest of your life. See that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it says, let's see. So I would always write Dear Judy like she was listening. I don't know. May 20th, 1984. Dear Judy, yesterday I danced with Ralph Jalat. It was at the YMCA dance. I'm going out with him. You know what it means to go out with somebody in seventh grade? What does that mean? Right? Fingering. I thought he said fingering. Okay, no, no, that was not happening. Ben uh, said, if he puts his hands below your belt when you dance with Ben, he likes you a lot. And guess what? He did that the second time I danced. Just putting his hands beneath my belt, not inside my pants. That was very innocent. Uh, I danced with him, but then he went off and danced with another girl. Oh. I know, I know. I know, Jordan, come on. <laughs> because that's okay, though. He said that she's a friend he met in the hospital. What the hell? You better be in the hospital meeting woman. That's about it. Apparently, uh, Ralph met her in the hospital. And I understand, Judy. It's okay for him to have friends in the hospital. But if that girl likes Steve, I will kick her ass. <laughs> <laughs> because I love him. Actually, his name is Ralph. Your pal, Melanie Gelati. So real quick, Jordan, just I'll end on this. You yeah. want to know what happened to Ralph Gelati? What happened? He is the biggest troll on Facebook, Trump's supporter, and I've had to block him. You know how to do it. Almost let him grab your pussy. 
Seth Chavez, everybody. Is that you can smoke crack 
at this one. Unlike a lot of open mics, they they're very judgmental. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so I think I'll end on a few bus stories. I I ride the bus a lot, not anymore, but um, I there's a few things that have happened to me on the bus before that I really thought were amazing experiences. Like I like the story of how my girlfriend and I met, but I once saw an entire relationship progress from like strangers to couple on a bus. At the end, they were making out. And I just, I wish we had that, you know, a time similar, but this dude was like, he was ahead of his time, I guess. He was like, like webcamming this girl. And he was like, get a psychotic reaction. I gotta be like a crack addict for love. Maybe we all should. <laughs> Thank you. Alright, thank you, Seth. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Seth, and his uh, dangling houseplant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for him. That is funny. So the first plant at an open mic, too. Uh, <laughs> Alright, on deck we have Andre Ricks, who's... Oh, yeah, you're here with... Okay, you're the person with two people. Okay, uh, give it up for Gary Salona. Sorry, I name for you. <laughs> I have to change that. I have to figure out how to change that. I don't know how. Um, hey, guys. You guys know I'm old enough to be all of your cousins. You know what I mean? <laughs> be all of your cousins. I hate when people say stuff like that. I'm like, okay, so... You're old enough to be my mom. All right, what's your point? Um, okay, you're old. You're older than me. Or people do stuff like this. Like, everybody put their left hand up to the screen, right? And I want you to try to move your pinky without moving any of your other fingers. On gallery view, guys. Yeah, yeah you know, weird body. But yeah, weird body stuff like that. Yeah, I see you guys. Yeah, I see you people. <laughs> hey, hey, Shereni doing it. See on it. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I started with that. Uh, <laughs> I work at a coffee shop, and uh, every time I, I – I always bag on younger people. I hate younger people coming and buy coffee because it's something I just didn't do when I grew up. I, I never hung out at coffee shops. It just wasn't a thing. So every time they get their coffee, I always say, better than Adderall, huh? <laughs> and they just leave. Um, that's one of the things I say to them. I, I – uh, <laughs> People don't respect my kink. Like, like, just like uh, Jonathan, you know, I don't have soft nipples, but my kink, people be like, what's the kink? I'm like, oh, I'm getting my nipples licked. And they'd be like, that's not a kink. And they're, because people kinks be so specific. They're like, I like syrup poured on my feet while being gagged with video in the background. And, <laughs> I'm like, I just like my nipples here. Uh, it's not a big thing. You, you can never make transgender jokes unless you're Dave Chappelle or Bill Burr. So imagine I'm one of them. Yeah. And so I, uh, I, I don't know how to segue into this, but I, you know, I have cousins, transgender, transgender people all around you. Some people that they switch their gender, but they don't change their name. So 
So it'd be this tall woman with the fat ass and big titties. <laughs> and I'm like, you should just, just switch the name as well because you, you're fooling me as I walk down the street with you and everybody's like, Dre, what's up? And I'm like, Who's, who are you talking to? Oh, that's your name. Oh, I didn't know that was your name. Um, all right, that's that's my <laughs> end of my so-called career. Uh, okay, so... so <laughs> um, I've been using this time to reach out to family members because I don't want to see them and they don't want to see me now. So I could try to be like, oh, at least I tried. And they don't have to, like, I don't have to do it for the rest of the year. Like, I could be reaching out, like, hey, can I, I will come see you, but you know, got to stay in the house. And they're like, yeah, I understand. So that's it. That's no good with that family members. Uh, let's see. Another, <laughs> another OG thing. Uh, I've had, I'm not worried about dying because I was almost, I almost got killed when I was in high school. I used to sneak in my girlfriend's house and her dad caught me in a room, but he was so mellow and calm about it. He just opened the door. He saw me and then he just closed the door. He didn't say nothing. And I just heard hall closets opening up. So I called my homie, Philip. I'm like, Hey, Phil, Phil. Hey, listen, hey, shut the fuck up. Listen, bro. If you don't see, if you don't hear from me, I was at Elsa house. That's the last, I'm not fucking playing with you, dog. Write this down, I'm at Elsa's house. If you don't hear from me, okay? And I was, it was like, uh, yeah, okay. You know, hey, we're trying all kinds of stuff. Uh, I've been in the house all day. All right, uh, let's see another one. In the growing up as a guy in Oakland, or just as a guy, it's always like a thing to try to improve sexually. I don't know why. Like, that's going to be like, even to the day I die, even Matthew Court, I'm sure he, like, still tries to improve sexually. Uh, <laughs> so, I growing up in the hood, I tried to be seductive, but there was nothing to be seductive with. You know, everybody's, like, tying cherry stems with their tongue. So, I just used to tie bread ties with my tongue. And uh, it makes a lot of cuts, a lot of cuts in my mouth. And I try to eat sour candy afterwards. Don't do that, y'all. It's not good for you. I just want to let y'all know that. Not good for you. Uh, all right, that's all me. I appreciate it. Thanks, Jordan. All appreciate right, you. Give it up for Gary Saloma, everybody. <laughs> I'm changing that shit, Ace. Out <laughs> <laughs> my high school ten-year reunion coming like next year. Do you think like if yours was this year, you just cancel it and just like not reschedule it? Yes. Yeah. I feel Never like go that would happen. Don't you won't get anything you want out of it. Don't waste your money. Don't okay. do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like the only, <laughs> I'm like the only relevant Jordan at my high school, you know. And then like, someone at school like transitioned, and then his new name is Jordan. <laughs> I'm like kind of annoyed at that. <laughs> um, is that transphobic? All right, Gary took us here, so <laughs> just all right, cool. Um, up next, yeah, Andre Riggs, and then on deck we have Elizabeth Stanton. Oh, that's me. Riggs right now. What's happening? All right, Andre. What happened? Woo! No explanation. I don't know what happened either. <laughs> Somebody won the lottery, but can't claim the team. Cold blood. Uh, Seth, what's up, man? I used to, I put that dude on a couple of open mics back in Austin. <laughs> 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 uh, like a high school reunion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's free though. Uh, First comedian. So, all right, so I was watching uh, I was watching Netflix, 
And uh, have y'all heard of the Vietnam War? Yeah. <laughs> Holy, this was not one of the good wars. This was a bad war. Did y'all heard of it? I didn't, know, I didn't know anything about it, man. I was watching it, and it was terrible. Uh, we lost so many rice. So many. I love rice. <laughs> Sugar, butter. Y'all know, y'all know rice. Y'all ever heard of rice? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, chat that. I don't know. I feel like if uh, I'll, I do this, y'all, y'all still fucking on face, fuck around on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Facebook. Hey, y'all know dead people can't read y'all's posts, right? <laughs> Your spirits can. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the ghosts of Facebook pass. You, know you know the post I'm talking about too. It's like, Grandpa, I wish you were still here. Grandpa, I wish you were around so I could smell your farts and shit. It's like, <laughs> Grandpa can't read that. But I do wish I had Grandpa's Facebook password so I could, every time I get a post, I just hit it with like, oh. you know what I mean? It kind of freaks some people out. Oh, this is fun. Supposed <laughs> to get twelve hundred dollars. Anybody expecting that? Yeah. Everybody expecting that. <laughs> I need some new shoes. Um. Yeah, man, up here watching this uh, people dying in Italy like crazy. My my girl's a quarter Italian, so I'm about to get rid of her. I, I can't catch it. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I don't know what else is going on. Uh, I'm blanking right now. I just ate some food. You know how you eat and you get lazy and shit? You don't want to do nothing? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Y'all drink alcohol? Y'all mess with the alcohol? They would drink alcohol, man, for the one ingredient that they don't put on the bottle, which is confidence. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's too much alcohol, man. Like, I've been in zero fights sober. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? With the confidence of alcohol, I've been in fight. I just kept my hands in my pockets the whole time. That's how it was bad. Alcohol had me thinking I could just headbutt people to death. Shit. I'm actually not <laughs> like that. That's too much confidence. That's what I'm saying. Listen, I've never been that confident on cocaine. You know what I mean? On cocaine, I'll just say, yeah, both my parents are white and I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, play in sync. I'll say some shit like that. <laughs> but I'll say uh, You ever heard something about? One say to the other, he was like, yeah, probably because both, he said, probably because you're an addict, like both of us. And I was like, pardon me? Like, I can't be an addict, dog. I drive a city bus, first of all, that's not good. And uh, that really hurt my feelings. Like, I can't, but I couldn't argue because ever since I was 18, like, I haven't taken a considerable break off of substances at all. It's always been something, weed, alcohol, 
uh, cocaine, zebra cakes, pills. It's always been something, you know what I mean? Only a few people know zebra cakes. I'll tell you how I knew I had to stop taking pills when I ordered lasagna at a job interview. <laughs> that was a pretty clear sign. I get that. Shout out to Mac Bunny Grill. Uh, they got some good lasagna. Uh, where am I at? How much time? That's time. time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, cool. Hey, thank you. Give it up for Andre, everyone. Is there sugar butter zebra rice? Cakes. How do you eat rice, cakes. man? Sugar butter rice, yeah. Or what are zebra cakes? What we have an audience. Cakes? We have a question. Oh, Little Debbie snack. Little Debbie. Debbie. Yeah, yeah, Little Debbie. Come on, they man. Got the, they got the, the white, the chocolate stripes across oh, the white. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Google that. Cool. Freaks me out when people eat rice, like, sweet. Like, to <laughs> be... In like dessert, like the first time I saw rice pudding, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" You know. <laughs> What's like happening? Yeah, it's like if you came to Asia and you saw like pasta pudding, you know, <laughs> and be uh, like, "Wow, oh, feels for me." Um. All right. Uh, on deck we have Ruben Anthony. Uh, get up for your next comic, Elizabeth Sten. Did yeah. we record this actually? Uh, we can yeah. do another phone. That's what I did. Wait, is there a way to record it on my end? I can record it now. I'm recording okay. it now if you awesome. want. Awesome. Thank you. Too. Yeah. Yeah, because I have no way of watching back any of this. I'm like, it's the same thing I tell every guy before I drag him to the bedroom. I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, I need to set up a camera. <laughs> I need to know what I'm doing wrong, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Besides, if I have no proof of it, how can I prove to anyone that I actually did it, right? <laughs> so, uh, um, I, I have heard a lot of this stuff before, but uh, I think it's interesting. Like, we don't credit the Chinese enough, right? Like, they have created a lot of stuff. Like, for example, they were the first ones to create Corona and die from it. They were also the first ones to have noodles. So the Chinese actually invented pasta. But in both cases, the Italians perfected it. <laughs> Pretty scary. Kirkland, Washington had a massive outbreak of this. Uh, you know, they were the ones that originated Costco first. The people there, they've just been catching it in bulk. <laughs> it's okay, though. As soon as there's a cure, they'll be selling it wholesale. <laughs> now look, I agree. I think that there is a cure for Corona. Like I agree with what Mike Pence said. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, whose prayers are we answering on this? Like I'm just saying, today I was going to Costco and it was so overcrowded I couldn't find a spot, and a guy cut me off. And I think the same as everyone does in that situation. I think. God, why are there so many of these fucking assholes? I wish there was just a massive plague that would wipe them out. Oops. <laughs> you got it. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> now, the British, they've been well prepared for the outbreak. In fact, they even hired Julie Andrews to do a public service announcement. 
She's been warning everyone what to do if they think they've contracted it. She's been heard singing on the BBC. Oh, a spoonful of sugar makes the cyanide go down. The cyanide go down. The cyanide go down. <laughs> now, I have a friend. He's really upset about this. He's saying that his life is just utterly miserable now that he can't see his kids because they're locked down and away from him. I told him I completely understand. I know how that is. I can't see my kids anymore. Planned Parenthood would have let me keep the scraps. Ah, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Look, guys, I'm not saying that I don't like kids, but, like, they're just such whiny little bastards, aren't they? Uh. Like, all they do is cry when you fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, relax. Seriously, I have a little nephew, and you should see him. He's fucking adorable. His brothers and sisters are all over him. I keep telling my brother to stop jerking off on this damn kid. <laughs> his birthday was coming up, so I got him a little gift. I, I bought him a ball. <laughs> a ball gag. <laughs> that way, I don't hear his cries when I fuck him. <laughs> Guys, how can you take me serious on this? If I wanted to fuck someone that had an incredibly low IQ and a half-inch dick, I'd just go out and pick up an Irishman. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't know what was wrong with me. Like, I dated an entire string of potato patties. Mm. It's like if the last name starts with Mick. I'm loving it. <laughs> and, you know, it seems it doesn't matter how big the Irish guy. They've all got a wee leprechaun hiding in their pants. <laughs> and since none of them are circumcised, it's kind of like leprechaun too. Leprechaun the hood. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I know that a lot of people are against late-term abortions, but I fully support it. In fact, I'll go. I'll go a step further. Okay. I would say that if you created a child, that you should have the right to take them out at any given point. Now, hear me out. Time. I'm sorry. Is that time? Finish the first bit. Yeah, finish the bit. Um. My saying is that you don't take them out at any given point. I'm just saying, like, hey, the manufacturer has the right to recall any defective product before releasing it to the public. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, if you have a daughter and she's not up to standard, well, hey, you do not put out non-grade A beef. Think that's, is that time? Yes. Okay, cool. Thank you. Sorry. I need to figure out this thing better, but thank you, good for Elizabeth, everybody. Alright, I've just recorded like a strange video to explain to people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright, uh, on Z we have Jennifer Perez. Uh, everyone good up for Ruben. Is Ruben here? Well, he's not. Okay, on deck is Jason. <laughs> also doesn't seem to be here. Is Nora here? I am here. I'm okay. thrilled to be here. Okay, Nora, so you're on deck. You guys. Oh, amazing, okay. thank you. Okay, uh, Jennifer, please go for your next comic, Jennifer Perez, everyone. Yay! Yay! Hi, everybody! Yay. I'm, uh, I'm Jen Perez. Um, my, uh, my, middle initial, my middle initial is A, so uh, I guess what that's both. Yeah. 
<laughs> Jap, yeah, yeah. It spells Jap. My my mom thought it'd be funny to to call her a chinky eyed daughter Jap. <laughs> yeah, I mean my mama, she she's kind of she's kind of a little bit of a narcissist. And uh, you know, she she made me repeat the first grade because uh because she was jealous I could read. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, like I said, you know, my name is Jen Perez. Um, sometimes people people think I, I kind of look like Rosie Perez. Sometimes I sound like her too. Ooh, money! You're too good, money! <laughs> and, um, you know, recently, before all this happened, I, uh, I had gone to my doctor. My doctor's name is Bob. I mean, I don't, I don't know what his, his name is. not William or anything. It's Bob, and I don't know how to say his last my face pack or something but uh dr bob he he, uh he found a small hernia inside my my belly like right behind my belly button i'm like damn i have a hernia like all right well i'll I'll name it Uh, i named him barry because he he told me it's gonna cost you two thousand dollars to remove barry all the money bob you took all the money Anyways, there's that. Um, I guess I'm bombing real bad. Okay. Uh, no such no. thing in these Zoom meetings. No such thing. <laughs> okay, cool. My uh, my abuelo, he he uh, he calls my grandpa, my abuelo. He calls every white man he meets John. Like every every time he meets a white guy, he calls him John. Because it, it's the only reason why he says that is because my uncles growing up, they had one friend. And his name was John, so he was white. So every time, okay, John, uh, yes, 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 John, no, no worries, John. Like all the time, it's my grandpa calls every white man. He... When I was a kid, like, well, when I graduated college, I, um, I, you know, I, I was a dancer or whatever, and I'd go to a lot of auditions. And so I'd give my grandpa all my audition numbers. And he's like, Oh, John gave you audition numbers. Yeah, that's great, John. Yeah, 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 Grandpa. He's like, we'll play the lottery. I'll play the lottery. And he's like, no, no, I tried to play it, and I got to play it in reverse, and this and that. All right, that, that didn't work. Um, <laughs> I'm not having a good day today. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, last, the last three dudes I slept with had brain injuries. <laughs> I didn't, they were like that before they met me. I, I, I swear I didn't do anything. Um, they had brain injuries. Uh, I, I don't know what it is about my personality. The first guy was a cop. He got shot in the head. And the second guy, uh, he had brain surgery when he was a baby. And the third guy got into a car accident. I'm, I mean, now at this point, all I'm doing is I'm, I'm going to the, whenever we can go to bars again, I'm going out there with a hammer. Either that or just dating NFL players. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about my uncle. Uh, his nickname is Tortuga, and Tortuga in Spanish means turtle, because he's a little slow. He knows. Oh. <laughs> but, um, He's a little slow. He lives with his mom. He's a truck driver. Um, he uses CB radio. He's like, I don't know. He's got to be like in his 50s old. And uh, and um, 
he confessed to me that he's in a polyamorous relationship. Although he doesn't know what polyamorous means, but uh, he's been dating two women for the past 10 years. It's two more than me. He can hold a relationship longer than I can. With someone who, who can actually read, probably, and doesn't have brain injury. Okay, thank you! Good to see you, Jen. Nice to see you. On deck, we have SP, and uh, starting to realize like I used to give all the white host shit for like mispronouncing names, but quicker. <laughs> Oh, you don't realize how hard it is. Please go to your next comic for us, Winder. I love this thing. You know why? It's, it's funny because when you are this much of an attention whore, it's very interesting how much like the need for praise comes in. Um, but with, one of the things that people always say that I grew into my height. Now, obviously, you can't see this over Zoom, but I am six foot fucking three. And being a middle child when you're also six foot three, there's a lot of things that comes with that. So not only do I demand all of the attention by nature. My stature is such that when I'm not given the attention that this height simply <laughs> requires, I'm baffled and I wonder to myself, one, am I not as cute as I think I am? Or two, am I not as charming as I think I am? <laughs> and both of those solutions lead people when they first meet me to come to one of either of two conclusions. One, I'm either the most outrageous person they've ever met, or I'm high out of my fucking mind. Oh. Answer <laughs> is usually <laughs> a lot of things come into question for you. You always wonder, like, am I cute enough? Am I like, pretty enough? And especially as a six foot three heterosexual woman, everyone doubted me my whole life. Everyone questioned my heterosexuality just because of the sheer volume of myself. And it couldn't be possible, or nay, it was implausible that a six foot fucking three basketball player could want cock. Astonishing to people. <laughs> Truly astonishing. And so my basketball team in high school, they were really supportive of my endeavors to try and, I don't know, prove my heterosexuality, if you will. And so my basketball team in high school, I used to desperately want, I thought Timberland boots were sexy. I thought that they were so cute. I wanted to wear them with a baby doll. I wanted to wear them out, and the girls, I will never forget, Emily Tapio, I once told her about the outfit I wanted to wear, Emily Tapio, my basketball captain in high school said, Nora, do you want to get fucked, or do you want to look at a lesbian your whole life? You will not wear Timbaland boots. Now, 
I moved to San Francisco 18 months ago. The most sexually and drug-enriched city on the planet. <laughs> and the most liberated and liberal places maybe in the entire world. Sex clubs in Tel Aviv don't have the liberalism of San Francisco. So when I first got here and I finally wanted all of dang it of the Timbaland. Jordan, you'll give me the light whenever we're ready. But to end the bit, one last thing on this is to be six foot three uh, and in San Francisco, again, the heterosexual ratio of men to women in this city is two to one. But I don't know what happened in this city. They all seem to have taken John Mulaney's dating advice. (laughs) You can't just (laughs) not to go out. You have to be nervous. First, for like a year. It's just appalling. But the women in San Francisco, they come up to me and they're like, oh, well, I bet you there's no man. They figured it out way better than the heteros have. Thank you all so much. My name is Nora. Uh, All right. All my jokes in between comics are bombings. siblings my mom was always worried we were gonna get killed or something even when I was really little I remember one time I was younger and it was hot so I opened the window and then I get into bed and I'm waiting for her and she comes in and she sees the windows open she's like what the hell is that window open for you trying to get murdered strangled killed Polly Clapp 1993 she was murdered strangled killed she left a window open. I'm like, why are you telling me this? I'm five. Uh, but she'll still do that even like 
even though we're adults now, we went traveling to California to be like, oh, hey, mom, how are you? And she's like, oh, yes, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm like, yeah, I rented a Jeep today. And there's just silence. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, a Jeep. Gay, gay. Yeah. SB rented a Jeep. Oh, my God, a Jeep. Stacy, tell her about the rollovers. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling it. Listen, SB, Jeep, they tend to roll over because they're boxed. So, you know, you you see what happens is they roll over, then you get murdered, strangled, killed. <laughs> I, uh, I, it's tough being, like, a smaller lady because I, I don't like walking anywhere alone at night. The other night, I was walking back to my car, and three guys started following me. So I jump in the car, and I lock my door. And then this one guy yells out, he's like, hey, you know, uh, we just wanted to talk. How stupid do you think I am? I have to have an opportunity like that. Like, I need more friends. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> I hop together. Speaking of IHOP, I feel like I'm like a huge IHOP connoisseur. I'm not like super proud of that. Um, <laughs> I have like a friend. She's like, she's like, oh my god, like I went to IHOP and the service was terrible. And I was like, yeah, Cheryl, you don't go there for fine dining. You go there to feel better about yourself. <laughs> the last time I went, it was uh, I go. I'm sitting there for like 30, 40 minutes and finally she to me and she's like, what do you want? And I'm like, hey, yeah, I'll take the banana pancakes because I hate banana. And sure enough, she comes back with blueberry. I was like, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys, does anyone run? Like Joe? Wow, you guys are not the, uh, I don't know, I was just thinking about it because I'll run. But I have a friend that's always trying to convince me. He's like, oh, man, Espy, you should really run inside on a treadmill because it's way easier. It's not too hot, not too cold. You can, like, control all the settings. And I'm like, uh, that is not the point of running. Running's about survival of the fittest. So I run in areas where there's a high percentage of sex offenders. <laughs> <laughs> that way I can't or I'll just go to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a hamster. His name is Lavaca. And <laughs> sometimes I'll travel with him, um, which is fine. But the only time it's not fine is whenever I go to the airport. Airport security is always like, hey, man, we need you to take the animal out of the carrying case. And I'm like, seriously? Like, he's such a good boy. He would never do anything to anyone. <gasps> Baka! And I take him out, and he has an assault rifle. <laughs> um, what? How much time do I have? Uh, I always forget to record, but I think it's, like, about now. Hi, I'll be done. Thank you. All right, cool. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Woo! Yeah, I like that so excited people sets and forget to start the timer um or oh, i'm just bad at this all right on deck we have serenity and then our next comic everyone please give it up for matthew quirk cookies hey, where is he <laughs> uh you're on mute 
old man can't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, the same old man that's giving sex tips to you young black guys. That's the old man. <laughs> anyway, you should show me a little more respect. I'm an essential worker, unlike the rest of you. <laughs> uh, anyway, I've been uh, I've got some reports from my van. I'm coming up on the anniversary of my moving from an apartment to a van. Uh, I'm sheltering, but I'm not in place. <laughs> anyway, for now on, can we call these things? These aren't open mics. These are closed mics. Closed mics. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I can't believe I let Armageddon happen before I learned how to hunt. <laughs> That's a fucking letdown. Uh, I saw someone on Facebook said that they were going to start stealing jokes. And I tell you what, anyone steals one of my jokes, they're going to be opening a can of social distancing on their ass. <laughs> uh, I'm not real worried about coronavirus, because right now every side piece in the world is putting together their hive mind to come up with a solution here. I think it's going to be solved in like another week. Um, I find it odd that people are like, we're not shaking hands, right? We're like bumping elbows. And then we cough into our elbow. <laughs> and then we bump elbows. I think. Points <laughs> <laughs> or something. Uh, I've noticed that the current agenda. <laughs> you thinking? Yeah, yeah, Sanders ain't in uh, I've been watching the uh, Unabomber on Netflix, and I gotta tell you, that guy makes some pretty solid points. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but uh, India has closed its borders. All 1.3 billion people are in lockdown there. Uh, yeah. India's closed, but seven. India's closed, but Seven Eleven is still open. Narendra <laughs> <laughs> Modi is like, "Thank you, come again." <laughs> uh, anyway, seriously, what the fuck are we gonna do without tech support? <laughs> We're gonna collapse. <laughs> hey, you know. Play anything, anything right now. Uh, let's see. So apparently, uh, United Airlines. And I'm gonna check next time for so I can name the song that we played because I forgot it. And one of them will know it. Thanks, Sinatra. I remember that when I was looking up the band online, I was, said, Dank Sinatra, that sounds like a total weed dealer's name. <laughs> Dude, you gotta go see my friend Dank Sinatra. <laughs> so, what, what, is, what are you guys' favorite things about going on tour, and what are your least favorite things? When I say guys, I mean folks. <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, my big takeaway uh, from this whole coronavirus is none of you guys know how to wash your fucking hands. That's a big revelation. Um, yeah. All right, is that, is that my one it. minute? All right. Sorry. Okay, sorry. I, I need to okay, right. I'm going to zoom this no different. Give it up for Matthew Quirk, everybody. Yay. Yay. All right, so we have two more comics left. Uh, we have Pam Benjamin closing this out, and right after that, she's going to transition this into her joke workshop. Uh, so please stay around for that. Uh, please don't give up for your next comic, Sereni. Whatever that. All right, hell yeah. Um. Let's see. Wait, so we're doing. So are you lighting us? When we're yeah, I, I want everyone to keep it at four minutes. Uh, I told people to keep a stopwatch running in the beginning. I'm not timing you now, but I'm still trying to figure out the best. It's way to light them at one minute, but okay. You, yeah, I know. But no one sees the light. No one sees the light, right? It's so okay. I want to be the light as like the fiercest bit light. So no, you're totally fine. But also that didn't cut into my time, right? No, you're, okay, you're shit. You start. Yeah, let's start. Yeah, let's start. Um, fucking. This is the first uh, online online mic. Don't worry, I'm tired myself. Uh, this is the first like online mic thing that I've done, so this is fucking cool. It's a little weird, but it's cool. Um, I. This is the thing. The other day, I made spam stew. I've been doing a lot of cooking. You know what I mean? And it came out really fucking good. And that's the red, that's the red thing about this virus is people are dying, but I'm learning how to motherfucking cook. Okay. <laughs> Like, and also, I'm learning how to buy two weeks worth of groceries. That, this virus is teaching me single-handedly how to be an adult. <laughs> That's fucking wild. I actually use all the groceries. I can't afford for them to, uh, you know, go rotten. I, uh, I am a uh, non-essential person <laughs> to society. <laughs> I'm a barista. <laughs> Uh, it's just further proving that, you know, we don't value our food service workers. Uh, I remember somebody walked into my cafe and they did the worst thing you could do. They stole money out of the tip jar. And my coworker, she was like, you know, well, if, if, if he's stealing tips, like he needs it more than I do. So I've been stealing her tips. <laughs> Literally, I need it more, okay? I fucking, I don't have a job right now. I don't have comedy. I have no reason to live. I, uh, I want to go outside. I want to, I want to uh, fucking, it's weird, man. I, I know, like, let's see, what would she talk about? Oh, the other thing is my, so I, I'm staying with my girlfriend, and, uh, and, you know, it's, I feel like we haven't been having, we've been doing a lot of puzzles. Let's put it like that. We've been doing a lot of puzzles because honestly, she, one day, the other day, because she, she was like, hey, Franny, me, you, we go, we, we're going to fuck right now on the skin couch and you can do all that freaky shit to me that you've been wanting to do and I'll let you. And I'm like, yeah, but like, can we do like 10 more puzzle pieces and then do it? Like I am prioritizing puzzling because it's just fucking fun and I've neglected it. And this virus has showed me how wonderful and calming they can be. Um, I miss having emotional abuse at work. Just human interaction. I would even take someone calling me a fucking idiot who doesn't know how to make a latte. I would cherish that right now. Like a fucking Stockholm syndrome food service worker, you know? 
I want someone to just spit in my face and tell me that my fucking coffee sucks because I just miss human interaction. I'm fine. I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Um, all I'm saying is the Bay Area would not have gotten, you know, the coronavirus as bad as it had if if Oakland was not so PC and inclusive. All right, everybody, everybody pushed away that cruise ship and said, "No, fuck that. We don't want that. We don't fucking want it." Everybody's just pushing around this fucking thing, right? But the you, the fucking Oakland's like, "Oh well, you know, we should. They're they're everyone's a refugee, and we gotta keep them safe." <laughs> they're the reason why we have the virus. Anyways, um, I've been freaking out a little bit. I don't know if you guys have been freaking out, but I can't tell if I'm about to have a panic attack or I am having a panic attack or I am feeling the symptoms of coronavirus, which is short breath, and then I start panicking about having symptoms of coronavirus and then I'm having a panic attack, but then I think it's coronavirus. I feel like if one person relates to this, that's all that fucking matters. <laughs> I'm doing it for you, Jed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, boomers, they call it a living room, all right? But, uh, you know, millennials, we call it a space. <laughs> <laughs> millennials, boomers, they call it a feng shui, but we call it making room for a new fucking roommate. <laughs> oh, that's a light. <laughs> fucking last co comment, uh, you know, boomers call it hating millennials, and we call it hating ourselves, because we hate ourselves. Alright, thank you so much. <laughs> see, the light's hard to see, man, now you know. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. So, we're trying to figure out the best way. Alright. Uh, closing things out, we have Pam Benjamin, and please stay around for the joke. What's ah! that after a same room? Don't have to go anywhere. Hey. It's and so everybody. weird looking at yourself. Oh, I don't like that. Ah, how did you do that? Turn it off. I can't look at myself. I hate it. Ah! Right. Now I don't know where to look. I can't. I can't handle it. I like radio. Uh, where do I? I have to swipe and get rid of it. How do I get rid of myself? Ah, okay, thank God. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I can't. It's too, it's too scary to look at myself because um, it's the corona times. I live in the Tenderloin. Nothing is different. Nothing at all is different about the Tenderloin. Uh, everyone is still in a tent and pooping on the street. No one is keeping their tent six feet apart. It's fine. There's either police keep going by. They're like, get your tent six feet apart, social distancing. People are smiling. A man with three teardrops tattoos by his eye uh smiled at me and said i was pretty i was like wow i love the tenderloin this time of year corona has only made my life more beautiful um i do live in the tenderloin i weird things happen in san francisco we have some weird hygiene issues i don't know if you're familiar with them uh the, the pants i'm wearing right now i found these pants in a tree in the mission uh, these are tree pants now that's a thing uh my question is if tree pants don't smell like pee, do I have to wash them before I wear them? No. No, in these corona times, no, you don't have to, to do that. Actually, you probably should wash them before you wear them. <laughs> it's pretty gross. Uh, San, San Francisco's specific hygiene question number two. If you're using the public restroom at Civic Center, uh, do you leave the toilet seat up or down after you've been slamming heroin? Is that more of an etiquette question? I don't know how that works. Uh, question three, I've been trying to lower my carbon footprint. I don't know about 
y'all. So if I use the same teepee to wipe my nose and then my twat, can I give my vagina Corona? <laughs> can I give it Simplex 2? Corona Simplex 2. No, I don't know if that's tried to change a herpes joke into a Corona joke. Not as successful as it was in my mind. That's that's absolutely fine. Uh, I did learn that if you do use the same tissue to wipe your nose and then your tushy, you can give your butthole herpes. Herpes simplex one and two are the same herpes. Just location, location, location. Don't live in the tenderloin. I live in the tenderloin. There's a lot of poop. Still a lot of poop everywhere i play a, a game i used to hang out with small children i don't anymore but because <laughs> nobody's allowed to hang out with anybody but i used to hold their hands and we'd see a pile on the ground and i would say man or beast man or beast it's a fun game that you too can play with children what i learned from a four-year-old is if it's up against a wall it's always man <laughs> they understand physics at that age such a tender young age uh hey I've been, I've learned some important things lately. Uh, if you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. Important pro tips for everyone during these drug conservation times. If anyone has any benzodiazepines, I'd like them. I saw someone in the Tenderloin yesterday try to buy heroin with toothpaste. <laughs> the guy was like, no, money is what's going to work right now. He's like, but you can't, uh, you, you can't buy toothpaste with food stamps. He's like, you can't buy heroin with food stamps either, you dummy. <laughs> it's, Tenderloin's getting a little more desperate with all the drugs. Uh, I, I was wondering what are heroin addicts going to do now that there's no more drugs? What happens if everything's shut down for another week? How am I going to get my drugs? No one else is worried. <laughs> Just me. I need my benzodiazepine so I can sleep and not think about the coming apocalypse. I actually do enjoy this coming apocalypse. I've been casing the house that I want. It's at 819 Eddy Street. It's filled with lawyers, and I can't wait for the shit really to go down because no one from Walnut Creek is coming into their stupid lawyer place in the, you know, it's a beautiful building from 1896. It survived the first earthquake. It's my apocalypse house. Come and, uh, yeah, that's it. Come come join me at 819 Eddie. We're taking it over. <laughs> Thanks, Jordan, for having this open mic. Bye. Oh. Yay. Thank you. Give it up for Pam. Thank you, everyone who stuck around. Um, I'm doing an open mic again on Thursday at uh, 6 Pacific, 9 Eastern, where I give everyone a dollar if they perform. So what's <laughs> happening? Because someone gave me a really nice donation, so I'm just paying that forward. So, yeah, uh, it's going to be the same room, and uh, I think we're going to go into the, I don't know how you run this panel, so just whenever you want to Oh, well, I wasn't going to, because I'm kind of waiting for the auto podcast at Mutiny to start at six, so, but I don't even okay. know. I didn't really have any pre-signs, so I don't even think I'm gonna do it because oh, okay. I don't think anyone's. Right. So, but thank you for offering it because I know this costs money or something. I don't know how Zoom works, but I tried to yeah. sign up for a thing and it's like you need to pay me money. I was like, no. So thank yeah. you for the opportunity. Yeah, if you need, yeah, if you need it, whenever, just let me know and thank I can you. lend you the room. Yeah, and um, I've been live streaming this at Mutiny, and the podcast will be out after, and I'll tag it. I'll add it to the thingy on the bacon if you want to listen or whatever. Yeah, but I just great. record it. So thanks for letting me record it. Yay! Everybody's talents, and yay! Yay! You know, we show by action that support is positive and, like, helps a community, then, like, other people will support their communities and that, like, we can act and negate what's been happening. Like, we as a whole society can act and negate what's happening. 
And we, do you Just talk into it. Just talk into it. Just talk into it. Check, check, check. Wait, one sec. One second. Let's try CD1, CD2. One sec. Let me. Is that plugged in? Let's see. Um, is it one, two, or three? I'm not sure. Oh, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Okay, talk. Talk into it? No, it's not getting. It's weird. Here, wait. See if it's plugged in first. Can you see if you're plugged in first? Uh, the uh, you know, the auxiliary. Yeah. Yeah, plug that in. Yeah. Talk into it real quick. I think it's mic one, two, or three. Yeah, just just chatter in there. Just say whatever. Oh, yeah, it's not. <coughs> Hold on, I, wa I want you to pick up. Try that mic right there. To your right? Yeah, try that one. No, the other mic. The other mic completely. That one, yeah. Yeah, put those on and try to talk into it. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah, put those on. I can hear your chair, so I'm assuming I can hear your voice. Yeah, talk to that little pupper, to that little sucker. Matthew George, scale okay, one. Okay, keep going, keep going. Math Matthew George, scale Mike two. Four, Mike four. Two, two. All good, yeah. All right, so, hey guys, welcome. Welcome uh, to the Wednesday Wave. I'm here with a guest, uh, Matthew George, also known on his PSN as Dome Blaze. So if you do have a PlayStation 4, definitely add him. Uh, so Matt, uh, I know you've been with me the entire day, but uh, any thoughts on your mind? Uh, anything to say about coronavirus, George Floyd? The, the self-enclosures of uh, each political barriers are, are, are a decent influx in our cities, and I'm, I'm appreciating them, you know? I mean, it, it looks like our town has... A road, you know, it, it looks yeah. it looks presentable, you know. I want to state, you know, each uh, high level of uh, volume uh, construction is is working, and uh, you know we're we're waiting, you know we're waiting, and that's that's the good yeah. that's the good part. Yeah, cool. Um, so yeah, guys, um, usually. I kind of start off the show, Matt, with like, I pretend like I'm a bouncer to like the scariest underground uh, nightclub in in the city. So I kind of go off on the mic. But uh, yeah, some tunes lined up for you. Uh, I'm glad Matt's here. So to those of you who are thinking, you know, is this dude crazy? Is this guy crazy? Or um, no, I'm not. I have a friend here. He's talking to me. Um, so yeah, I like to pretend like I'm a bouncer to the meanest underground club in uh, in the Bay Area. Um, but yeah, um, so Matt, I'm gonna drop a topic, you respond to it, and I'll talk more about it. So, okay. All right. If I said this, if I said the, these words, making it cool, 
making it cool. In response to the phrase, making it cool. Passing by slight in in structure. <clears throat> and that that is uh, angled. So I'm on, uh, you know, the quantitative level of, of all forces. Uh, we, you know, we're, we're, we're going to wait. We're going to wait because this, this isn't a new education.